we begin a new seder in the Mishnayot seder Nezikin, which of course follows the seder Nashim. Uh, the seder Nezikin is beginning with Baba Kama, and then of course there's Metzian, and then there's Batra. In the Yerushalmi, it's all one Baba. The Bab is split it up into the first gate, the second gate, the middle gate, and the third gate. And the first uh, of the Babas talks about the uh, damages. Man's property that damages somebody else's property. The Rambam writes in the Pirusha Mishnayot that that's the first thing that a, a court has to establish in order to keep society in order, that people are going to respect each other's properties. You have a society that's just, uh, you know, damaging other people's properties without any uh, without any concern. You can't run a, you know, an order. You can't run a, a society like that. So the first order is Baba Kama, which talks about things that a person owns uh, that uh, cause damage to others. And that's actually the beginning of the Mishnah. The Mishnah starts, Arba'a Avot Nezikin. So there's four primarily... Uh, Nizikin forms of damage again things that a person owns that uh, can cause damage they're called avot uh, not to be uh, confused with avot of the patriarch but this is more like the avot of Masechet Shabbat avot which are primary now why would they be called primary what makes something primary or something secondary so that she says avot kare lahanach dikhtivan bekra behedya so those that are written in the pasuk, so you open up Parashat Mishpatim, you'll see that these four nizikin are actually written explicitly. It doesn't mean that there's not more, many more forms to damage than the four that the Mishnah is going to enumerate. The Mishnah just chose the four that are written actually in the in the Torah, and uh, it's actually going to write them in the order that the Torah wrote them. So the Torah talks about the shore damaging first, and then it talks about a bore, and then it talks about uh, what we'll see is called mav'eh, and then hiv'eh. So again, arba'a avot nezikim, hashor. Well, what is shore? Well, that's not so simple. Shore might mean goring. An ox gores with its horns. It might mean, which is going to be the conclusion of the Gemara Regev, Begel means that it kicks. You know, as it's walking, it kicks rocks and debris, and as a result, causes damage. That's going to be the bottom interpretation of the Gemara. But we'll wait. We'll wait for that. But it's called Shor. Shor is written in the Mishnah first, as she says. It's just the said of the Torah. The Parashah well, Bor is a pit, which again the Gemara is going to have to explain this to us. Where is the pit? Is it in the private domain? Is it in the public domain? How deep is the pit? Who owns the pit? But that's the second mazik. We have Mav'eh. that she says, wait. You know, Mav'eh might be Shin, might be uh, the animal that's eating. Goes and uh, you know eats somebody else's uh, fruit. 
And then Ha'ev'er, which is obvious, is fire. That's a Pasukit Etzeish. So those are the four Mazikim. Rabbah, Mazikim, those are the only four that are written in the Torah, supposedly. Shor, Bor, Mav'ed, Now, if you were writing the Mishnah, you might have written Arba Avot Nezikin Hen. Like it says many times in the different Mishnayot, when it numbers something, it uses the word Hen. It's actually a Tosfot's question. Tosfot says in the beginning, In some places it doesn't say Hen. And there's some place that it does say hen. Okay, so well, Tosfot right away says it can go either way. Sometimes you'll find Mishnayot that will say the word hen, and sometimes you see it, it, it doesn't. But he doesn't yet explain why over here it does not say hen. But probably to understand that, you'd have to read uh, a drop further in the Mishnah. Okay, so the Mishnah continues. Lo hareh hashor kahareh hamavayeh velo hareh hamavayeh kahareh hashor. Now, our assumption always is that the Torah writes everything in the most economical way possible, <coughs> and therefore, if it can get away with writing one of the Nizikim, uh, and then we can learn everything from that one, so it just has to write one. Torah is not going to write anything extra. So it would be great if the Torah, for example, just could write the word Shor, and then I could learn everything from Shor without the Torah having to write anything else. Um, but the Mishnah begins and says, Lo which means Shor has a stringency. Uh, that Mav'ed does not have. And therefore, uh, this stringency that Shod has makes it exclusive. Well, that's why I cannot learn uh, Mav'ed from Shod. So if the Torah just wrote Shod, I would not know Mav'ed. Because it has something exclusive to itself. That she writes, Kilomar, Ikatav Rahmana Shod, if the Torah would have written Shod, Lo nafik mav'emineh. I wouldn't have learned mav'eh from it. Ve'amtu le'achi itzterichu le'mechtav. That's why I had to write mav'eh. Ula'achi nakat b'resha kareh mav'eh. Ve'lo nakatu k'seder lo areh ashor kareh habor. So that she's bothered. You just told me that the order in the Torah is shor and bor and mav'eh and hev'eh. So in the Loharez, you should have followed the order. You should have said, if it didn't, if it only wrote in Shor, I wouldn't know Bor. Why did it jump? If I didn't, if it just written, it just said written Shor, I wouldn't know Mav'eh. Uh, so you changed the order on us over here. She's going to deal with that. Mishum, the Tuluhabi Matzi Limiti Lo Hayim. Because we wanted to continue then and say, well, one of them I could not learn everything else from it, but maybe let's say, Two of them, and then three of them. So we're building up. So you'll see from the build-up of the Mishnah, it had to write it in this order. I couldn't learn it from short alone, and then I cannot learn it even from a 
combination. So the build-up of the Mishnah is the reason why I chose it in this order. The Abor and Boruachayim, Rota Maharina, Tarbutash Minan, Shafagavshish Tashnem Ruachayim, Lona Fikhad Mehabre. That she says that the Hadush of here is that Shor has life to it and Mav'e has life to it. Mav'e is the teeth of the animal. And the Hadush is that even though they're both very similar in their fact that they both have life, a boar does not have life to it. Ish does not have life to it. And even though the Shor has life and even though the Mav'e has life, still you can learn one from the other. Because obviously, I mean, she's not telling us what it is yet. We're not supposed to know that yet. We don't know what the uh, advantage that short has, but for some reason, if Torah just had written short, I would not know. Although short and Mavay are the same animal. Interesting to say that if the animal damages in a uh, regular way, that's no bearing that I would be Hayab in Shin. Because regal is, you know, uh, something very unique. And that's why I would say only regal and not, uh, and not Shin. And then the Gibbara goes the other way, Mishnah goes the other way. <laughs> Mav'eh has something that uh, Shor does not and therefore if the Torah just had written uh, Mav'eh so I would not have uh, known uh, Shor obviously Shen has some type of Humrah that uh, that, she, that Shor does not so therefore the Torah has to write uh, both of them ok so Shor has to be written Shor would not teach me Mav'eh and if Mav'eh was written I don't know Shor fine Velo Zebazeh oh now we're going to combine them and this is why we're choosing this order to get to this type of uh, you know combination Velo Zebazeh what's Zebazeh Shor and Mav'eh oh so these things have Ruachayim uh, that's the common they're both an animal Oh. Well, if it just would have written short and I would have said oh these items have life to them and therefore it's your responsibility to watch them because they have life and therefore someone has life obviously needs shemira but I would not have learned from there ish ish after all has no life so I would have said it's not my responsibility to watch ish my fire is not my uh, obligation the other two, oh, those are Ruachayim. Ruachayim, clearly you have to be more careful to watch uh, some of those Ruachayim. Velo Now take three of them. Shor and Bor and Mav'eh. What if Shor and Bor and Mav'eh have in common? Well, or I should say Ish. Shor, Mav'eh, and Ish. What do those three things have in common? Well, they go out of damage. The nature of an animal that walks in the street, it kicks. The nature of an animal that it walks in the uh, fields and it eats. That's a derech to be mazik. And it's also uh, the derech of esh to, you know, to go out. It goes out and damages. So something that's active, I would say, oh, you know, an active damager, that already you have to watch. Whereas a board is stationary. So I would have thought a board that's stationary, uh, that's not such a big thing that you have to watch so much. It's in its place. After all, the person has to come to the board. Whereas opposed to the other three, the short goes and out and damages, and the bavay goes out and damages, and the ish, you know, goes out and damages, moves. So I would have thought a moving damage, that's already something I have to be responsible for. Not a board, and that's what it has to say, board as well. 
So therefore, you could not have learned uh, one from the other, or two if it would have written, or three if it would have written. So therefore, from the Mishnah itself, you have to write all four. And that's the only way I know the... Um, well, what do they have in common, these... Uh, these four mazikim. Well, Shadarkan Lahazik, that's true. They're all common uh, to damage. It's the derech of an animal to kick, and then they don't have to bite or to eat. It's a derech uh, for a board, to people to fall in. It's a derech of a fire to spread. Darkan Lahazik, Ushmiratan Alecha. And uh, the common denominator is you're obligated to watch these items. If you don't watch these items, you're going to be high up for the, uh, you're going to be responsible. <clears throat> now, obviously, whenever the Mishnah comes along and says what are they have in common, must be you're trying to include more cases. Because you're trying to codify it now. You're trying to say, okay, listen, what do they have in common, all these four things over here? They have the fact that they're common, they go out and damage, and that you're responsible for them. So once you're ready to codify, you can add many more examples to the, to the Mishnah. And the Gemara will tell us, what is that coming to add? Ukshahizik. That's the law of metav. Well, I was going to say that if the, somebody has to damage in one of these four ways, then it's not he that damaged. The, the Mishnah doesn't discuss Adam Hamazik, if you noticed. Uh, Adam Hamazik is not mentioned in the Mishnah. We're only discussing the property of a person, not the person himself. This is Mamonoshel Adam Hamazik. All these things have in common that they're Mamonushal Adam, not Adam himself. And uh, the, again, Mavai is Shin. So therefore, the Mishnah's ruling at the end is is that if the person now damaged, there was money damaged in such a way, so he has to pay. What does he have to pay? Metav Sadehu. He has to pay the premium of his fields. The guy has a. You know, there's three types of field. There's uh, Ziburit, which is the cheapest field, and then there's the Benunit, and there's the Edit. Edit is the premium. So the Torah, the Mishnah says over here, Bemeta Ba'aris. I don't know Meta Ba'aris. So, we'll have to see exactly. There must be a Pasuk somewhere. But as she clearly writes, Me'edit Nechasav Yigber. Karka. I mean, if he wants to give him real estate, if he wants to give him money, so there's nothing, nothing better than money. Let him pay him cash. But if he wants a payment real estate, he can't give him some, you know, Z field. He has to give him a grade, uh, grade A field. That's basically the, uh, the Mishnah. Now, once you learn the Mishnah, you could probably answer Tosfot's original question. Tosfot's original question was, why doesn't the Mishnah say, And, like we see many times, when it, when it counts, it usually puts a, here it doesn't say, So Tosfot says, well, you know, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Well, why don't we, it doesn't it? Because Tosfot will tell you, because it's all a run-on sentence over here. You're supposed to read the Mishnah like this. There's four Nizikim that each one is not like the other. It's all to be written... To be read as one uh, as one long sentence, as opposed to saying the four nizikim. No, the purpose of the Mishnah is not to list us necessarily the four nizikim, but it's to show us that the four nizikim had to be written in the Torah explicitly. You could have one from the other. So Tosfot will say, uh, if you look at the top, Tosfot one, two, three, four, five lines. 
Amaylo Kamar Arbaa Bot Nizikim Hen Kedektani Dalad Rashe Shanim Hen Hagam Nazaporet Shomar Shalom Ba'ela Lahagid Arbaa Bot Halalu Lord Izeker Izeh That's the point I'm coming to tell you the four Nizikim Does the Mishnah have to tell me what's written in the Torah? Open up Parashat Mishpatim You'll learn the four Nizikim I don't need the Mishnah to tell me there's four Nizikim It's the Firush Pasuk of the Torah in <laughs> I don't need it to Mishnah to say, that's what I do to the Mishnah. That if it just would have written one, I couldn't know the other, and the other in combination, I couldn't know the third, and the second, the third, I wouldn't know the fourth. That's the purpose of the Mishnah. So the, the hand is, uh, is, 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 is deleted uh, on purpose. Okay. Now let's begin the Gemara. Now, uh, the Gemara right away is bothered with the word Avot. Mediketani Avot. And the fact that the Mishnah stated the word Avot, Arba'a Avot, Mechlal Dika Toladot. Well, that's obvious. If there's an Av, there's a Toladah. That's a clear uh, implication. If there's an Av, there's a Toladah. So, uh, so there's a Toladah. So what? So the Gemara says, Toladot Tehen, Kayotzeh Bahem, Olav Kayotzeh Bahem. How do we treat the Toladah? Do we treat the Toledah like the Av? It's like the Father? Or maybe, no, That maybe the Toledah is uh, different. Maybe it doesn't have the same status. Maybe the subsidiaries of these Avot are not as stringent as the Avot. Or maybe, no, maybe it is. Now, we have to, we have to move away from this Masechah for a second to find other cases where there's Avot and Toledah. <coughs> And maybe from over there we could learn how a todah is in relation to the to the av. But we know clearly the most fantastic example of av and toledah is Shabbat. So right away the Gemara will jump to Shabbat. Oh, you want to know about avod and toledot? Let's go to the uh, to the best example. It says Gabe Shabbat by Shabbat it says in the Mishnah avod melakot arba'im chaser achat thirty nine melakot. Avot mechlal diika toladot. The same question or same inference. Avot must be the toladot. Toladot to him, kayotzebahem, and the toladot are kayotzebahem. We're finished. It's not a question. The toladot are like the av, in the sense that what? La shena av chatat, la shena toladah chatat. That's right. You know that if a person does an av b'shogeg, he's chayav chatat. Or if he does a toldah of the av, he's chayav chatat. No difference in the punishment. La shena av sekila, la shena toldah sekila. And there's no difference in if he did it b'mezid. A person does an av b'mezid, he gets hasbun shalom sekila. And if he does a toldah b'mezid, he gets sekila as well. So that's a classic example of toldotem ke yotzebahem. The only question then you have to ask is, so then why would you call it toldah? 
you know, what makes in Shabbat at least, what makes a Shabbat Av and a Tolada, if they're exactly the same. Umay Ika ben Av the Tolada, what's the Nafkamina between Av and Tolada? Nafkamina. There is a Nafkamina. What's the Nafkamina? The Ilu Avichete Avot Bahade Hadade. Let's say a guy did two Avot in one forgetting. Let's say, Hores Horeya. You know, he did two, uh, two Avot. In a meh, or for that matter, Shte Toladot Bahade Hadadi. Or he did two Toladot. Different uh, of different avot, so mechayev akol hada vechada. So he's chayav on Shabbat for each av or for each tolada. Ve'ilu avid av ve'tolada dide. But if he did an av and it's tolada, lo mechayev el hada. He's only chayav one. Oh, so we found a a nafkamina. Why you call one an av and you call one a a tolada? But it's basically Todotem Kayotse by him. Punishment is the same. It's just going to be enough coming now. We have to classify them. Avin Tolada, because if you did an Av and it's Tolada, you only Chayav one. Okay, fine. So that's why you have this Avin Tolada. So the Gemara says, and she says, Av Belacha, you'll be Chayav for the Av in that case. Aval Tolada, did they lo Mechayev? And the Gemara Shabbat learns that from Pesukim. And how we know that? So the Gemara says, "Will it be Eliezer, the Mechayev atoldav b'mkom Av?" But according to Eliezer, it says, "You Chayav when you do an Av and it's Tolada." So therefore, then why would you have to call one an Av and a Tolada? According to Hakamim, I know why you have to call one an Av and a Tolada because you need to know if he did the Av and it's Tolada, how much is going to be Chayav? Only Chayav one. But according to the Bidi Eliezer, that says there's no difference. Even if you did an Av and it's Tolada, you Chayav two. So therefore. It's Av and Av. Why, why call one Av and one Tolada? What's the, uh, what's the reason why you have to categorize it like that? Am I Kari Le Av? Am I Kari Le Tolada? the Gemara's question. So the Gemara's answer is, Hach Dehava B'Mishkan Hashiva Kari Le Av. Hach de lo havi b'mishkan hashiva kare le tolda. What does that mean? A, cur- a cursory reading without meaning b'dayek sounds like you know if it's in the mishkan, that's already you know that's significant, and therefore the ones that were in the mishkan are called avot, and if it doesn't make it to the mishkan, it's called Toladot. So it's really not a halakhic nafkamina. It's uh, semantics, exactly. You know, the ones that are in the Mishkan, oh, uh, that's, you know, that's, that's called Avot. And the ones that are not in the Mishkan, most of them are in the Mishkan, but there are Belachot that were not in the Mishkan, so they're just called the Toladot. Now, uh, in order to just be midayik on this, uh, this line over here, it's Kedai to do the bottom Tosfot. Uh, right away, you see Tosfot starts off Hegimal. What's Hegimal? Achi Garcina. Now, whenever you see Achi Garcina, you know that Tosfot was now struggling with different texts that were out there. Because once he has to say this is the text, that means he had two texts, at least two texts in front of him. If if he's only one text, the sheet of Tosfot have to come along and say this is the text. What it was was the, why, why should I think it's not the text? So obviously Tosfot had at least two texts in front of him. 
And then he has to come along and say, but the right text is, uh, is what I'm going to tell you right now. What's the text he wants to tell you? Which happens to be our text. And how does he learn it? He says, according to this Girsa, which we have, Ban Afuke, Kama Melachot, Sheloa Yu Hashuvim, Vayu Bemishkan, the Toldot Ninu Velo Avot Melachot. Oh, Tosfot is understanding me that this Girsa is the main property that makes something in Av, is not that it was in the Mishkan necessarily, that it's Hashuv. That's the point of this Girsa. That a Melacha that's Hashuva. That already is called a uh, that's called an ab, and a melacha that's uh, not hashuva. Uh, that'll be called a toda. Tosfot in this first line is not saying that mishkan is the key. Mishkan might just be a uh, 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 you know a, a, a siman that is hashuv, but not necessarily because we'll see that there's some things that might have been in the mishkan that were not hashuv. Like Tosfot's going to give you an example now. And therefore, according to Tosfot, the main item that makes something a uh, ab is hashuv. He continues and says, Which means, in the Mishkan, they used to bring the, the beams, you know, from the ground to the agala, to the, to the wagons, and all that. They used to bring from one wagon to another wagon, so it's like from one domain, Rashid to Yahi to Rashid to Rashid to Rabim in the middle, which we call that a Tolda. Even though it's in the Mishkan. Why? Because it's not Hashuma. That's not considered a Hashuma. So they were Tosfot in this Girsad's understanding. The main thing is Melachot Hashuvot. But if it's not Hashuva, so therefore, it's not going to be. What, what, what's called Hashuvah? Not the Gemarat. Obviously, has rules. What, what makes something Hashuv and not Hashuv? The only question, according to this, to understand to correctly, is that why would the Gemarat deceive me or, 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 or trick me a little by using the word Mishkan? Mishkan has nothing to do with it. If I was writing this Gidisak on the way to sports on this thing, I would write, Ha, Dava Hashiva, Kari. It's nothing to do with the Mishkan because it was what? Because he himself brought you a, a Melachah that's in the Mishkan and it's not Hashuv. So it's not the Mishkan, it's the Hashuv and the not Hashuv. So, so that, that's uh, why would he? Why would it? So, so actually, you don't have it in your in your uh, in your books, but it's Kedai the Botai to eventually invest in a. Uh, in a veteran Gemara and graduate the amateur Gemara that you have in front of you and you, you'll see over here that there's a rabbi called Maharam in the back on the top is called Maharsha and the bottom is called uh, Maharam and uh, in that Maharam he actually explains these Tosfotim it's beautiful whenever you have like a uh, no problem in trying to understand the Tosfot. It's great to go to the uh, to the Maharam. So in that piece over here, he says like this. He says like this. 
Okay. He says, This is explaining to us what the main thing in Tosfot is the Hashivut. Guess what? And the opposite is also true. If it's a Melacha Hashuva and it wasn't in the Mishkan, it's still going to be considered a an Av. That's the rule, whatever it is. That, that's the rule. That's what comes out. It comes out both sides. That means it can be in the Mishkan and not Hashuv, and it can be outside the Mishkan and yeah, called Hashuv. So he says, Haviyav, the Had Nakta Gemara Haktava Bimishkan Hashiva, the Lon Nakta Haktavi Hashiva Stam, Kari Leav. Our question. Why then didn't you say Hashiva? What are you mentioning the word Mishkan Bechlal? The Mishkan has got nothing to do with it according to Tosfot. Understand the Hadush is that even if it's in the Mishkan, it still has to be Hashub. Don't think Mishkan is automatic. That the Hadush is that to say, even though it's in the Mishkan, you're not done yet. It still has to be Hashuba. So that's the Hadush of why you have to say the word Mishkan. Or, that even if today this Melacha was not Hashub, since it was Hashuba at the time of the Mishkan, that's what makes it a Melacha. Because you'll say, oh, today, who, you know, who cares about that? Guys, that's a minor. Um, uh, you're right, maybe today for us it's minor. But Hakda Hashiva, the Mishkan, at the time of the Mishkan, that's why I had to, had to say that. He might talk to Bizman HaMishkan. Bizman HaMishkan. Not in the Mishkan itself. Bizman HaMishkan, Kari Le'av. Okay, Kach Sirichim Anu Lefaresh, Kavanat Tosfot Shebekan. Okay, so that's the Maram's. Interpretation. Now, Tosfot has another Girsa. Now, if you're up to it, we'll learn the other Girsa, and you'll see the Naf coming up between the two Girsa. Then he continues. Go back to Tosfot. The eat the Garse. See two lines on the bottom. Some have another Girsa. Ach, the Hava b'Mishkan ve'Hashiva. Oh. So second Gersa is the Mishkan ve'Hashiva. Sounds like you need well. two things. Kari le'av, hach de'lo'av ve'Mishkan ve'lo'Hashiva, kari le'Tolda. So it sounds like to become an av, you need to go two for two. And anything because of av, hach de'ava ve'Mishkan ve'Hashiva, to hach de'ava ve'Mishkan ve'Hashiva. The only way you can get an av according to this is two for two. One for two, o oh for two is automatically going to be called a tolda. How do you get one? One for two doesn't say. Yeah, well, that's well, that well, that from the implication of the first line that it says sounds like you need mishkan the hashiva. But then he says, continue. 
ואיתה גלצח תאבה במשכן וחשיבה קרי לאב אך זה לא אבה במשכן ולא חשיבה קרי לתולדה ולפי גרסה זו צריך לומר בבעיה תרתה יניד בוס אבל חשיבה ולא אבי במשכן או אפחה אבי תולדה So that's a big enough coming up between the, uh, the, two, uh, the, the two ways which is according to the first shot in Tosfot it doesn't have to be in the Mishkan to be an Av it just has to be Hashuv where it's according to the second shot in the Tosfot to be called an Av it's got to be in the Mishkan and it has to be Hashuv now without going to say Shabbat but that's a very fundamental uh, 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 you know two ways of, 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 of looking how you classify an Av you have to remember that when you get back to Masechet Shabbat if somebody would ask you how, how do you classify something as an Av you have to say it's a Mahlokan in the Tosfotim it's a Mahlokan in the Kirsah and Baba Kama how do you classify an Av it's possible that an Av doesn't have to be in the Mishkan according to Tosfot's first Kirsah but according to the second Kirsah oh, it has to be definitely and it's got to be it's got to be Hashub as well okay so that's the okay now we solved Nothing for Baba Kama, but at least we saw something for Shabbat. That in Shabbat, Toldotahim Kayotzebah. That in Shabbat, the Toldot are like the Avot. Just like the Av is Hayav, Veshogeg Hatat, Vemezid Sekila, so to the Toldaz Hayav, Veshogeg Hatat, and Vemezid Sekila. But that's got no bearings on Baba Kama. So the Gemara says, okay, let's continue. Gabet Tum'ot Tenan. There's another case by Tum'ah. Well, it matches us. Avot Tum'ot. There are certain things that are called Avot Tum'ot. Avot Tum'ah. Hasheretz. Vashikvat Zera. Vetameh Met. That means somebody that touched the Met. What do all these three things have in common? They are Avot Tum'ahs. The met itself is Abi Avot The Sheretz is an Avatumah. Shechvat Zera is Avatumah. And Mishen Agab the met, that's the top Rashi. Mishen Agab the met, have Avatumah the met at small. Abi Avot Tumah. Vanogayabo, Abi Avatumah. Now, that's Av. So that's the Av. We'll call that an Av. That's Avot. Avot Tumah. Avatumahs. And what is the Avatumah? What is it, Metameh? Uh, An Av is Metameh, Adam Bekinim. So it says, But the Toldot are not like the Av. It's clearly why the Ilu Av, Metameh Adam Bekinim. The Av can be Metameh Adam Bekinim. The Ilu Toldot, which means now, let's say, what's the Toldot of an Av? Arishon. Parishon is not metameh adam mekelim. The iluri shvilut todot ochlin umashki metameh. It's only metameh food stuff. Adam mekelim lo metameh. So that's a classic case of todotehem. Not kayotzebahem. So therefore, the Gemara is setting it up unbelievable. The Gemara say, hey. By Baba Kama, we have Avot and we have Todot. Todotem ka yotsebem, or no? Legabe Shabbat, Todotem yeka yotsebem. Legabe Tumah, Todotem, Lat ka yotsebem. Ah, Baba Kama, which category do you put Baba Kama? So I just gave you two examples of. 
Now, only because we discussed it uh, uh, recently. So you're telling me toldotem lavka yotzeb bahem by tumah at least. That means yav and abat tumah. The abat tumah is mitameh certain things. Adam bekelim, but uh, the toldav and which is rishon is not mitameh. You know uh, the same things that an ab is mitameh. It's only mitameh ochlinu mashkim. So it's clearly toldotem lavka yotzeb bahem. Tosfot will ask a question, not so simple. Because if you remember, we learned in Masechet Nazir, and we learned recently the Gedrashav Bahalal Herev. That Herev Harehu Kehalal. That the law says that the weapon that killed the, the met, that metal weapon, that as a deen of what? That as a deen of the, of the met itself. And therefore, just like the met is metameh, the tolda of that, which is the halal that touched the met, has a deen of the met. So therefore, that's tolda to him. Yekayotze by him. So it's not such a rule that you can say by by tomorrow. It's not so. The tolda would touch the met. Okay, that's a, so. How could you say a, 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 a rule? It's not a rule then. Don't don't give me this as a rule then. Because for every toldot lafki, it's actually a case of toldot kayotzebem. So therefore, uh, I don't know what this is. But uh, put tomorrow out of the out of play. Tosfot asked this question. Look at Tosfot on the top. Tosfot. Beim tomar second line of Tosfot. Beim tomar v'hare tamemet osek lim matechet kayosebo. What? A tamemet makes the cherev like him. The cherev areu kahalal. The cherev as a din like the halal. Alma yesh mehem kayosebahem. So you have cases that are kayosebahem. That's just what's question. Eshloma daakati eno osek kayosebo. It's not exactly because the met can be mitame others as an avat to avi avot to to make an av. Whereas while the halal cherev is considered like a Ab itself, but not the mitame other kelim. So therefore, it's not exactly like the mit. She oto kelim mateket en ose kelim mateket achel kayotzebo. Kemoshe medakdek lebenutam berimay. It's not going to make another one kayotzebo. It's not going to make uh, another uh, a kelim mateket like it. Where is a aviavot the tumah will make uh, something a uh, uh, an ab, let's say, or I'm sorry, aviavot will make the herev like aviavot the tumah, but this cannot make it aviavot the tumah. So it's really not like the mint. Again, the mint itself can make a herev like aviavot, but the herev itself cannot make something else aviavot. So it's really not like the ab. It's not like the father. <coughs> so we found the difference between a herev and a halal. So it's not exactly. So it's perfect. It's todotem lav kayotze. That's the sports. So now I'm going to continue. And this is where you have to put the question mark. Hakamai. That's it. Now we're back to Baba Kama. Maze hakamai. Well, what's the deen over here? Baba Kama. What is it? Todotem Kayotse. We did one question today. It's not such a difficult Gemara. It's one question in the Gemara. Is it Todotem Kayotse? Todotem Lav Kayotse. Haka Mai. Amar Papa. So the Papa comes along and says, Yeshmem Kayotse. Yeshmem Lav Kayotse. Okay. 
Now don't 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 lock me into to, 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 to rule over here. He answers like a real rabbi answers. Depends. Sometimes they you say them, sometimes they're not. Don't don't tell me a Shabbat can you say them and tomorrow you say yes, but yes. Some of them are, some of them are not. Okay, the time we're gonna have to see the Gemara doesn't tell us too much yet. Shor actually is There's three avot of shor Well an ox can damage Obviously in many ways It's not one way that it can damage So what are the three avot that come out of shor Hakerin Mazakerin Goring Vashen Mazashen The teeth Eating Vareigel Kicking That's walking down the street Boom it breaks kelim and things like that Okay now the Gemara is going to question How do you know that Shor is related to Kedin How do you know Shor is related to Shin And how do you even know Shor is related to Regen You have to prove me from Pesukim So we're going to discuss Kedin for a second What do you mean from where? From the Torah Minalan we're always looking for Pesukim You're not going to find the Braita after Minalan yeah, you're going to have to find the pasuk in the Torah. The Tanur Banan. That's the bride that is bringing the pasuk. Ki Yigah. Oh, Ki Yigah. That's a pasuk in the Torah. Ki Yigah Shor et Ish. If a Shor is Yigah. Anybody know what Yigah is? Don't commit to it because the Gemara is not sure what Yigah is. Ki Yigah. En Nigiha Ela Bekedin. Nigiha means with horns. I didn't know it from 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 Perush. It knew it from a pasuk in uh, in Melachim. Shnei Amar byaaslo sitkia ben kenaana. This sitkia, uh, the king, he made himself kamneb barzel. He made himself like this helmet. You ever see those pictures of the helmets that have the the horns on it? So he made himself a helmet with these uh, metal horns over here. God told Aram. With these horns go Nagah et Aram. So you see what? Nagiha has got to do with horns. Wow. No Targum, no art scroll, no nothing. I just see the word Kiyigah. I have no idea what Kiyigah. I don't know. I don't know what the short is doing. I know the short is damaging a man. I have no clue how he's damaging. Kiyigah short it ish. Was he got? Ah, there was a guy called Sitkia that was wearing a helmet that had horns on it, and God told him et Aram. Go gore Aram with these. Ah, so goring must be uh, what the what the horns. God is not false. The prophet is false, maybe, but God is not false. The Omer, the Omer, I mean, the Navi wrote it, obviously, to teach us something. The Omer, Bechor Shoro. It's very unbelievable. Now we go back to the Torah itself. He says, you know what, we found something in the Torah. Bechor Shoro Hadardo. Unbelievable. The the ox has uh, k- k- so the animal has kanaim 
And what did the pasuk say? With the kerem, with the, with the horns, b'hem amim yenagah. Now, what in the world do you need another pasuk? What was the wrong with the first pasuk? By the omer, what in the second pasuk? Rabotai, v'chitema devre Torah me devre Kabbalah lo yalfina. You cannot learn a law from the Torah from the Vim. Mm-hmm. That pasuk of Sitkiyah bin Kena'ana with these uh, with his horns on his head, that's a pasuk of the Navi. You cannot learn a pasuk from the Torah from a Navi. Oh, and that's why he needed the second pasuk. He needed the second pasuk because ah, the first pasuk is only Navi. Uh, you know, Navi is really not a good source for a Torah law. You need a Torah law to teach you a Torah law. Now, I could argue right away. It's not teaching you a law. It's teaching you vocabulary. You're right. I cannot learn a law or Tariyag from Pasuk uh, Navi. Are we learning Tariyag over here? I need a d- dictionary. I see in the word, in the Torah, in the Bible, it says, Ki Yigah. Hmm. I don't know what the word Yigah is. So I just open up a. Uh, uh, a pasuk in Navi, just for, for, for just to get the 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 the, 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 the perush. That's not considered learning something from the Vrei Kabbalah. That's the next Kabbalah's question. Mm-hmm. Is it learning something? Mm-hmm. It's just giving me an interpretation. It's just revealing to me what the word negiyas the negiyah bekerenu. So uh, yeah, it's not considered learning something from uh, Navi. You could use Navi as a dictionary. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. So then the question is, what do you need two pasukim for? What was the matter with the first pasuk? Uh, the Navi served its purpose. It explained to me that you know the word yikah is horns and that you know, uh, goring, and uh, that's it. Oh, now, Rabota, you are familiar that uh, the goring law is different than all the laws of damaging. <coughs> There'll be a whole pedic dedicated to this, but the law is of damaging by an ox with its horns. Normally, when something damages, you pay full price of the damage. It's very easy. You calculate what the damage was. He pays. Whereas in damages of ox with horns, there's a difference between the first three times and then the subsequent times. The first three times, the ox is called short tam. Uh, you know, three times we say it's uh, you know the, he's not already you know uh, such a dangerous animal. He did it three times. Maybe it's not so serious. So he only has to pay what's called chatzinizik. You get a discount, fifty percent discount. He has to pay. Whereas after he becomes a, an ox that did it three times, he's called oh shor muad. Now he has to pay full price. So there's a difference between tam and muad. Don't try to figure out how we calculate. Tam and Muad, meaning how we calculate the money of it. The Gemara will go through a whole complicated, you know, calculation. How you figure out Hatzinezik and not. But the point is, there's clearly a discount the first three times that's called Shor Tam as opposed to Shor Muad. So the Gemara says a big hadush over here. Mm-hmm. 
I would have said that when does the Torah make a difference between a tam and mu'ad? That's when the horn is detached from the animal. For example, let's say the horn is in the animal's mouth. Mm-hmm. And the animal goes and gores like that. And I would say then it can make a difference between tam and mu'ad because the first pasuk that talks about goring is talking about where he was detached. It was a helmet that he was wearing. Mm-hmm. So therefore I would say, oh, if you're learning from the helmet, you can only learn detached horns. And I would say by a detached horn, there's a difference between uh, a tam and Where is Abad the Mechubedet? But when it's attached, I might have thought that you mu'ad from the first time. Therefore, Tashema bechor shoro That's what I have to say. The second pasuk to come and say, even when it's attached, it's called goring, and it's bound by the regular rules of tam and mu'ad. That uh, already takes care of two issues here. Number one, we learned that the word kiyigah is goring. And number two, which means short is kedin. And number two, we learned that there's no difference between whether the ox is holding the, uh, the, 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 the kid in his mouth or whether it's attached to his, you know, his head. There's always going to be a difference between short tam and short mu'ad. Okay, continue the time. Told that the kid in my Okay, now that we know what Kedin is, that's part of Shor, that's an Av. What would be a Tulda of Kedin? What would be a uh, subsidiary of, of, of Kedin? So Yamara gives uh, four examples Negifa, Neshika, Revitsa, Ubeita. Let's go one at a time. Uh, Negifa, as she says, it pushes with its body. Revitsa, it saw vessels on the street and it uh, it sat on them in order to break them. Be'ita means it kicked on purpose to break the kedim. Alright. And nishikad. But, why are these todot of kedim? What's the common denominator? Why are these full of the todot of kedim? So that she comes along and says, number one, kabanatam lehazik. They're intentional. It's like a goring. An animal that gores does it intentionally. All these things are done Intentionally, and number two, um, there's no hanaah that the, the animal gets when it gores, doesn't get a hanaah, it's like it's eating something, just kicking it, just one time breaking it, just no, no pleasure to the, to the mazik, and it's not so matsui, it's not so, you know, uh, common. So that's the properties of short kirin. Get the properties good. Keren has what properties? Number one, kavanatol hazik, meaning it's, it's malicious. Yeah. There's no benefit. Number two, there's no hanaah to the, you know, the, the as opposed to say the animal eats something. I don't eat something, enjoys it. It's hanaah. Here, it's just goring something, or sitting on dishes to break them and kicking stuff and all. And number three, it's not so, uh, it's not such a common, uh, it's not such a common. Thing. Therefore, since it's not so common. And it follows the Tulah of Kenan, these things are going to happen between Tam and Wad. First three times will be Hatsi Nezik, and then the uh, second times will be, uh, third, uh, third, from third time on, or fourth time on, it will be Nezik Shalem. Are we clear now what Kenan is? Yes. Are we clear what the Tulah are? Yes. Right. Further. Maishena Negiha de Kari de Av. So you're calling Negiha an Av. Dikhtit Ki Yigah. You find the pasuk. 
key, gamma is gory, like we learned from the two Pesukim above. Negifa name ketivo. Negifa, which you just told me means what? Pushing. When the animal's walking down the street, he pushes somebody. Well, guess what? It's a Pasuk in the Torah. Ki gof. Shod ish et shod ehu. Clearly, it says if an ox is ye gof, another ox. No. That's a tolda. What do you mean it's a tolda? If ki gof is an av, so then ki gof should be an av. It's the same Torah that writes both. Hai nigifa nigihahi. Something you didn't know. That nigifa and that pasuk is not the regular nigifa. That's nigiha. Without that, I wouldn't have thought that. I would say nigihaz, nigiha, nigifaz, nigifa. Gemara comes and says, What do you know? This nigifa and the pasuk is nigiha. How do you know that? Netanya. Vabraita, you know. Patah, benigifa, the siem benigiha. If you look at that pasuk, the pasuk says, Ki yigof shod ishet shod ehu. And then the pasuk says, Ono daki shod nagahu. In the same pasukim uh, there, it starts with the word nigifa and then goes to the word nigiha. To come and teach you, nigifa, and that pasuk is nigiha. Domanika, zui nigifa, zui nigiha. Okay, so therefore, there's the gifa of the Torah, which is the gifa, and there's the gifa of vernacular, which is pushing. The gifa of vernacular is a tolda. The gifa of the Torah is the gifa, which is an av. We clear? My shenaga be Adam, there's a point now. Dichtit ki yigach. My shenaga be behema, dichtit ki yigoh. Interesting question. There's two types of ways of a shore damaging. A shore can damage a man, or a shore can damage another shore. Interestingly enough, when a shore is damaging a man, the pasuk says ki When the shore is damaging another shore, it says ki It damages it the same way with its horns. So Yimah is asking, why? When it comes to damaging of the man, the Torah uses a strong word. Yigah is a strong word. Yigah. When it comes to damaging an animal, eh, ki yigof. It's the same way it damages. Either ki yigah, ki yigah, or ki yigof, ki yigof. Yamara answers something amazing. Adam, di itle mazala, ketiv ki yigah. Behema, de letle mazala, ketiv ki yigof. Human being has a mazal. That's why it says ki yigah. An animal doesn't have a mazal. That's why it says ki yigof. The world does that mean. So that she comes along and says, look at the second wide line. Mazala is not mazal like we would say, you know, look. That she learns mazala. She has lo da'at l'shmor et kufo. Humans have uh, to protect themselves. Ketiv ki yigah, devaday nitkaven ashor lehara uba alav bekowah. 
because the human can protect himself. So the Torah uses the word by an animal that has to go out because it's going after a man that's protecting himself. So that's the vaday the animal is going to the malicious way over here. Kiga, strong uh, to go get the guy even though he's protecting himself. Nigifa sounds like you know uh, he happened to see the animal and he just you know he, he gored him. But Shanky Kiga says he went out of his way. Human being that has dark to protect himself, so the animal has to be a little more aggressive to, to go after the guy. That's a lashon yiga. Whereas an animal, you know, you can catch him off guard. That's the yigo. Human beings have more mazal uh, that they stay alive longer. So the animal has to give a stronger push to the human. And the animal, let them as a lion, with a little uh, gore, he's able to get him. Basically, it's according to that version, it's easier to kill an animal than it is to kill a man. And the animal knows that. Interesting, the animal knows that. So, therefore, the Torah says, when an animal goes after a man, oh, it's got to be a strong key. When it goes after an animal, okay, that's that. And the Gemara says, the halakha that comes out of this. What's the halakha that comes out of this? Umilta agav urche kamashmana. We learn a halakha from this. De mu'ad le adam, ave mu'ad le behema. U mu'ad le behema, lo ave mu'ad le adam. Once you tell me it's harder to kill an animal, I'm sorry, harder to kill a man than it is to kill an animal. So therefore, if let's say an animal gored an animal three times, that n- doesn't necessarily mean that he's prone to damage humans. Let's discuss the law. What's the law that says if an animal kills a, a human being? So the Torah says over here that the animal is put to death. You put the animal to death. Finish. One time. Put the animal to death. But the owners don't have to pay. However, if he does it already three times and he kills an Adam three times, then the Torah says the owners have to pay what's called kofir. They have to pay a uh, you know, money. Besides the fact that he loses an animal, he has to pay. That's the Torah law. Now let's discuss another Torah law. Let's say an animal gores uh, or kills three animals. Gored and killed three animals. Does that mean that once you say he did it three times, that's he's, he's Mu'at. Now let's say after the three animals he killed a man. Since to kill a man is harder than an animal, the man is considered the first time. And therefore the man, the owner of the animal, will not have to pay kofir. I could have said the other way. I could have said once he did it three times, really three times he's Mu'at for everything. But once already you see that a man is harder to kill than an animal, so just because he killed three animals does not mean he's Mu'at to kill men. Are we clear on that? Let's go the other way, but, but let's say it was a mu'ad to kill three men. Then automatically it's mu'ad for every animal. Now you're going to ask me a simple question. How can it be mu'ad to kill three? Once he killed the first one, that to kill the animal. Huh? He ran away. He ran away, that she says. He ran away. So he killed the first guy, and he escaped Bedin. And uh, he killed another guy, and he escaped Bedin. He's on the run. And then he killed the third guy. So this guy said, Mu'ad to kill Adam, Adam, Adam. Now, after the third time, he killed an animal. So, so the owner comes, hey, it's the first animal he killed. I'm only paying Hansi Nizik. Oh, the first animal. He killed three men. He killed three men already. And if you're a Mu'ad for a man, 
Killing an animal is a joke. So therefore, Mu'ad Adam is Mu'ad Behemah, but Mu'ad Behemah does not necessarily mean he's Mu'ad Le'adam. That's a halakha that comes out of this over here. So anyway, what comes out of this Gemara so far? We know that one of the avot of... Uh, one of the avot of Shor is called Keren, and the Todot are Neshicha, and Be'ita, and Revitsa, and Negifa, and Hazak Baruch. Continue one more line in the Gemara. Again, we're, we're lost because we don't know yet Todotem Kayotsebim or Kayotsebim. We didn't get to this yet. We're just trying to figure out yet. What are the avot? What are the toldot? Then we have to try to figure out if the toldot are like the avot or not. Now, before you go further, the Gemara says nishicha. Hmm, nishicha. You said one of the toldot of Karen is biting. Ah, because that the shen hui. That's not a Karen. Biting is is like eating. That should come from shen. Shen is a different item. Shen is mavei. Mavei is a different ab. Why did you put biting under Karen? If you were putting biting, biting is done with the teeth. I would have put it under the teeth, uh, the eating one. Simple. Shen is eating the apples to enjoy the apples. This biting is not that It's biting just to, to damage. So therefore, it's more like Karen. Okay, we're trying to connect properties over here. Hey, kicking. And sitting on vessels and breaking them, that belongs to Regel. That doesn't belong to Keren. Regel is another ab. Kicking. Well, kicking and breaking dishes, which you put under Keren, should really be under Regel. No. No. Regel is a kamatsui. Regel means as he's walking, he damaged. That's a normal way of damaging. Ha'in is a kamatsui. Over here, he's going out of his way and kicking uh, Kerima. That's not Matsui the way he's doing it over here. The regular case is time he's walking down the street and, you know, he's uh, picking up rocks and it's causing damage. That's he called Hezekan Matsui. This case where the guy's going out of his way and, you know, uh, maliciously damaging, that's not considered Hezekan So therefore, it's under the category of Keren. Okay. So that's what the Gemara goes over here so the Gemara comes along and says but we're still based, we're still on our original question we still don't know if the Tordot are similar well it sounds like over here they are it sounds like over here they are which means bottom line we had a case of sure and we gave a couple of Tordot uh, that are uh, you know from Kedit and basically they all have the same properties that they are Kavanah Lehazik and Enhana Lezeko and it's not really the, the Derech for these things to be Mazik so we found basically uh, similar properties so Yabara comes along and says But Papa, you just told me some are kayotse and some are not kayotse. Well, where's the not kayotse? 
If you're telling me it's on these that we just learned, my shina kered the kavanato lazik. Uma moncha ushminato alecha. Aniname kavanatam lazik. Uma moncha ushminatam alecha. And therefore, you haven't proven me yet. In todotem kayotsebem. If anything, we only have a proof of todotem. Yeah, kayotsebem. Because all these things have in common that they're your property and there's kavanata damage. Malicious damage. That's exactly the todot are like the avot. But Papa, you told me some are not. Well, you have to show me the case of the not. Where is the not? You've only showed me yet. Todotem kayotsebem. Keren of Shor is todotem kayotsebem. The Todot of Keren. But where's Lavka Yotzebem? Rafapa's rule in the beginning was Rabotai. Some yes, some no. Well, Shabbat is definitely Todem Kayotzebem. Tum'ah is Todem Lavka Yotzebem. Oh, the Esra Papa, what about the Avot Ezekim? Oh, Yeshmehem, Yeshmehem. So he's okay, well, where's the Yeshmehem, Yeshmehem? It cannot be Keren, because the Todot of Keren are exactly like Keren. Okay, so now we're going to have to stay tuned to see exactly where the uh, where 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 we're going to see a case where the toldot are different than the avot. Okay, stay tuned.